Hey everybody, welcome to episode 103 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm in the studio with Andrew and Crystal. Uh, you guys got any uh, big Easter plans? Oh, you know, just uh, worshiping here at Valley yeah. Creek and uh, probably some ham. It's usually a big part of Easter. Ham, deviled eggs. Ham. All those deviled things, eggs. yeah. Ooh. Hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Do you guys have a... Pr- well, maybe not. I'm assuming you do, is what I'm saying. Well, what about you, Crystal? Any big plans? No. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> no. Continue. Um, I feel that every family has that person who insists on bringing deviled eggs, and you're like, oh, come on. They're bringing them again? I wish so-and-so was making them, because there's a really good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We well, wouldn't admit it. That's not my no. family. That's allegedly not my family, but... Yeah. I'm just the person who insists on having deviled eggs. I don't mm. Mm-hmm. Really, mind who makes them as long as I don't have to, because yeah. I tried that once and did not enjoy it. I don't even know if I like them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever even had them. All right, let's move on. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, maybe we'll talk about we'll talk about food, the food discussion next week. How about that? We'll we'll table that for next Tabled. week. All right, mm-hmm. but whew, I'm excited. Talk about some Easter foods. All right, guys, let's jump right in. Listeners, this is your midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek. We'll talk a little bit about last Sunday, next Sunday, some announcements, and then, you know, some random interesting things at the end. Let's jump in. Last week, last Sunday, we had a few sermons titled The Sentencer, and uh, we'll talk about discussion question number one, which Andrew has pointed out. It's a tough one for for this one, and that is this. If you're following along in our listening and discussion guide, you'll see it. Have you ever recognized that you're part of a crowd demanding the wrong thing? So you're in the wrong crowd. What should we do when we find ourselves in that situation? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, just to go to our our sermon on Sunday, right? We see that with the crowd that is gathered around around Pilate and around Jesus demanding his his crucifixion, that they had been um, worked up to the point where they wouldn't accept anything anything short of Barabbas being released and Jesus being put to death. And so it's easy for us to look back kind of on them, on that, and see who was in the right, who was in the wrong. But in the moment when the crowds all go in that direction, I think that makes it harder to see that. And so it's probably harder in the mo it's probably difficult for us in the moment really to ever recognize that we're part of the crowd that's demanding the wrong thing um it's a little easier in kind of looking back to be like oh yeah that, that maybe wasn't maybe that wasn't what we really needed there but um but yeah i mean i think when we find ourselves there it's kind of important for us to to first, you know, to take a step back and to kind of acknowledge that and to figure out where we need to change our thinking or repent and then to, yeah, maybe maybe it's good then to seek some advice on from someone else on how to move forward. I don't know, Crystal. Yeah, I agree with all of those things. I think it is hard. Um I'm also very stubborn, so I think it makes it harder for me to realize it. But yeah, I'm sure I have been a part of that crowd before. Um, absolutely. Now I kind of want to sit and think about 
Yeah, which groups? I just want to reflect back on my whole life now and think about what exactly, which crowds. But anyway, yes, um, I think it's imperative that we do something, get mm-hmm. out of the crowd when we do realize it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I think part of being a Christian is having a sense, maybe, maybe better for worse, you know, like it's not always correct. But you have a sense that you are going to be part of the right crowd at all times. That you're always going to make the right decisions because your your morals are guided by your faith. But the fact of it is that we're human, mm-hmm. and sometimes we think that, but we're being tricked, you know, by our heart or something that feels like it's correct and or even you know logically seems correct, but isn't the right right crowd, you know. Um, but yeah, I agree with you mm-hmm. guys. I think the 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 only step that you really need to if you find yourself in that situation, the only immediate step is to stop being a part of that crowd. <laughs> you know, some people might be tempted or might even be justified to become direct opposers of that crowd. You know, put themselves in opposition, try to take that crowd down or whatever. Depends on the seriousness, right, obviously. Yeah. But it could be something as silly as like, well, I thought I really liked Twizzlers, but turns out Red Vines were better. You know, I, yeah. you know it could be something frivolous. In that case, don't don't become a direct opposer of Red Vines or anyway yeah but yeah just to take yourself out of that situation because right. you can't you can't keep uh playing with fire in a sense if you're if you're in something serious that is something that's the complete wrong place to be you can't just keep going like, ah well i'm here you know it's just get yourself out repentance yeah. is a big one well, and then the, twizzl- the twizzlers and red vines example right i mean if you suddenly realized that Twizzlers were not the best and red vines were or whatever. And I think that was the example you gave. Then maybe have some, some grace for receive the grace that Jesus offers to you in that situation <laughs> and also extend grace to others who have yet to maybe yet to recognize the, the error of their ways when yeah. it comes to Twizzlers. Yeah. So it's a rough metaphor, but I like it. It you is know? rough. It was it's kind of forced good. a little, it, it, right? But it, it can be easy, like you said, to immediately think, well, what's wrong with everybody? It's like, well, like, I mean, you thought that was the thing to do three days ago. So yeah, let's, so let's have some, yeah, let's but have yeah. some grace. Yeah. The standard, you know, <laughs> what do you do when you're, you're doing anything that's wrong? You confess and repent. And so yep. just kind of that basic. And Jesus is faithful and just yeah. to forgive us our sins. So, on a frivolous note of that, guys, because we did bring it up, I don't think I've ever even had red vines, so I can't really... But what do you think? Twizzlers I, or red I vines? I don't know either. I, I don't know that have I've no ever idea. had that. I don't think I have. All right. Fair enough. Mm-mm. All right. So, uh, let's talk about this week, then. Unless you guys had any other thoughts on the... All right. Mm. No. We got it. All right. This week, the two... Uh, I'm sorry. We're uh, looking at some sermons from Luke again. We're still following through Luke. And the sermons are going to be called The Other Two Crosses. And so again, just give you guys some time to think about that, what that might be about. Pretty, you know, self-explanatory there. But we'll be in Luke 23, verses 32 through 43. So again, Luke 23, 32 through 43. And uh, you can go ahead and read through that and be praying about Mm -hmm. it and thinking about what it means and... We'll see you Sunday, 9 o'clock, 10.30 at Springfield Road, 10.30 at South Wilson, live streamed at vcbc.org. And we are getting into a very jam-packed couple of weeks here, starting with uh, with this Sunday, 
Um, we actually have a mission trip meeting this Sunday. Andrew, would you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, we've got a meeting um, this Sunday at 6.15. It'll be at the Springfield Road campus. For anyone who um, wants more information, is interested, is already um, all locked in and ready to go um, for a trip that is coming up this summer in July to the Good Shepherd Children's Home in Honduras. And Pam Gooden is leading that team and will be leading that meeting. And so if you are interested in that or already uh, plugged in there, then make sure to be here for that this Sunday April 10th, 6.15. All right. And Crystal, to my understanding, we have roughly half of the candy bags filled for the community egg hunt coming up next week. Uh, We have another bag filling event, right? Would you tell us about that? Yep. So next Monday, April 11th from 6 to 7 at Springfield Road, we are going to finish up the bag filling. Uh, It's super easy, quick. Um, We're shooting to fill 300 bags that night which is the same as what we did at South Wilson last week, and they got it done in 45 minutes. Mm. So, Not yeah. that it's a competition. No, not at all. But w- it's super easy, and it's kind of fun, too. So I will say we had a couple volunteers. I saw just packing those bags fast before like the, the main team oh, yeah. showed up. So we were, there was a there kind was of a, a head start bit. there. But there will also be a head start here because um, Early Connections is partnering with us, the Child Ooh. Care Center, and they are packing bags this week. In okay, preparation, so, so there will be on. the same amount. Listen, I, so I'm worship leader at South Wilson, so I got I like it's not team versus team here, but I, if it is, I'm team South Wilson. So Springfield, let's see what you got. See how fast you can pack those candy bags. <laughs> uh, but yes, so that is. Have you part, ever recognized oh. that you're part of a crowd that's demanding <laughs> oh. <laughs> the wrong thing? Let's just go. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, well played. Oh, well man. played. Uh, <laughs> gosh, guys, that was good. All right, so that's all part of, obviously, our full schedule for Holy Week, starting with uh, Palm Sunday this Sunday. And uh, you can find a full schedule at vcbc.org. I'm not going to run through those dates for you, because if you're just writing those down, like, oh, I heard on the podcast, let me write those dates down, uh, there's an easier way. Uh, One, you could grab one of those uh, not mailers, is what I call them. We didn't mail them out, but they're just nice little postcard things that are reminders. Put them on your fridge, take them to a coworker. Uh, but that's at vcbc.org as well. And then I want to do uh, a, another podcast plug because this is such a cool thing that we get to do as a church. Andrew, would you talk about Annie Armstrong Easter offering, please? Sure, yeah. The Annie Armstrong Easter offering, that is our annual offering where we partner with other Southern Baptist churches, all really all around the world. And that offering, though, goes to the North American Mission Board, who um, has missionaries um, really in the United States, Canada, um, even some other territories around, but primarily focused here in North America, um, sending missionaries, uh, planning churches, um, partnering with other ministries and local communities to make an impact for the gospel. And 100% of that offering goes to uh, the missionaries and to that work. Um, and so uh, that is an important uh, offering that we are a part of every year where our um, the impact we're able to have just on our own, I mean, is uh, is great here in our community and with other places where we're able to partner with directly. But when we're able to partner with so many others in that way, then the impact just is able to really multiply in a lot of a lot of ways. Disaster relief is another area where uh, the North American Mission Board is at work and where we're able to partner with them through that. And so, yeah, so the Annie Armstrong Easter offering 
uh, our church goal is $5,500 for this year, and so just pray about how the Lord might lead you to give to that. All right, excellent. That's all we've got for announcements this week. As always, check vcbc.org for a full list. There's an announcements page. Stay up to date. Sign up for text alerts. Uh, check in on the podcast. It's, you're already doing it, so congrats. No, <laughs> But uh, anyway, stay up to date is all we're saying there. So let's move on to America's favorite segment. What is the most interesting thing that happened to you this week? I can't think of anything interesting that happened to me this week. Well, I got a... I had to get a new grill this week to replace... I don't know if I told this on the podcast last year or not, but I came home one day and my grill, which normally was on my carport, was about 30 feet away from there out in the middle of the yard. And it had not stayed upright during its journey there. It did not appear. And it was so no longer usable completely kind of twisted and mutilated. So been grillless for the last several months, um, but had to replace that because it's springtime, and so grilling season grilling is season. upon us, and so that was the most interesting thing, I'd say, for, for this week. Hmm. That's good. I'm that is a good one. Happy for you. That new grill is always, oh, I loved when we got our first grill. We're still using it. still going yeah. strong, but one day I'll need the new one, new grill. Mm. Yeah, just keep it tied down, and you'll yeah. be, be all right. Yeah. Weigh it down. <laughs> Did your new grill come in a box? And you had to get to, like, you got to put it together? It did not. Or did it come out of the box? It was the floor model, and oh, so nice. on clearance. That's nice. So Girls are hard to put, to put together. together. They're so hard. There's so many yeah. pieces. They're very difficult. Um, I did not do any podcasting this week, I don't believe. That's not true. Yep, my band did our final podcast, oh, so that was wow. interesting. We just decided to do more End music stuff. Yeah. We, we realized we were spending... Two, two-ish hours a month trying to get a podcast put together, and then that was really our excuse to not do anything else for the rest of the month. And so, But that was fun, kind of bittersweet doing that final. But then I talked to the, Anyway, sorry, for a different <laughs> different time. I talked to the guys on Monday. We were recording, so a lot of band stuff this week. I guess that's kind of interesting. And uh, they were like, yeah, we'll still, we'll still do them when we have shows. I'm like, well, how okay. often are you guys having shows? Because we only ever did the podcast once a month. Anyway... <laughs> It's, it's just the beauty of having four adult men trying to make music. It's like a very bizarre, weird experience, but mm. it's good. Yeah. It's exciting. Very fun. Anything, Crystal? Or are you just sticking to your story that you... I really don't lead a very interesting life. Mm. Um, I am watching three additional dogs, I guess. Hey, that's interesting. So that's fun. Is the dynamic pretty good? Well, only one the... of them's staying with me. I'm oh, staying okay, okay. with the other two down the road at their house at night. So I'm going back and forth between houses right now. But the dynamic between the dog that is living with me is really good. She's friends, so. Well, good. Good. Yeah, there's that. All right, folks, let's move on to our closing question for today. And that is this. What is one unusual traditional ritual you'd like to make part of your Easter celebration? So... That, that wording came directly from the website yeah. uh, on which I found this question. But uh, pretty much the gist is, if you could add an Easter tradition, it doesn't necessarily have to be unusual or a ritual even. Uh, what would you add? What would you add to your Easter event? What could be a cool addition? Hmm. Um, I think, I mean, kind of in one sense, we already 
have an unusual trad- Easter tradition. I mean, hiding and searching for <laughs> eggs. It's so weird. So seems weird. Seems unusual, <laughs> but it is part of the tradition. Hmm. As far as adding things, I don't know. Hmm. I'm always up for a trip, so why not? Yeah. Why not like add Easter a trip vacation. on somehow Easter to, holiday to Easter? You know, I don't know. Uh, Easter Monday. Yeah. This is a little bit negative, but I've never been a fan of like pastel and bright Eastery colors. But I think I would be sad if I never saw them. But I'm just never like super excited for that bright, cheerful springtime color. You yeah. know, I, I prefer a little muted. Could add it. Okay, muted. I was going to say add it to change it to like highlighter oh, neon yeah. colors. <laughs> like Lisa Frank. You could do a neon Easter. Ooh, yeah. okay. Neon. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, maybe. That could be interesting. We could we could change our egg hunt to nighttime and put glow sticks in the eggs. That would be sure. a lot of work. Nighttime would egg be a hunt. lot of work. We just buy glow in the dark eggs. I'm sure yeah. we sell those. Or we could just keep the egg hunt in the morning. Yeah, okay, fine. I don't know that my family ever did anything that you know, that uh, inventive for Easter. The occasional we Easter basket. That's pretty cool. I enjoy the Easter basket. It's not quite the same as like a Christmas present. But, you know, also a very nice gift nice is treats, a basket. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I don't know. What's something just completely off the wall we could add to Easter that would be like, yeah, we all do that now. <laughs> say, we already. I've got it. We okay. already do so okay. much. <laughs> uh, so, you know those, like, uh, I don't know what they're called. In school, we call them, like, gladiator battles. Where you, they're like these little foam. They look like Q-tips, and you, like, whoop, oh, like yeah, smack yeah, yeah. each other mm-hmm. with them. You kind of, like, mm-hmm. who's going to fall off? They do them a lot at, like, they have bounce them at houses and sky's stuff. the limit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a family tournament of champions, if you will, uh, using those. And whoever wins gets some kind of grand prize. Okay, yeah. Okay. I would like to introduce trial by combat at Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, Thanksgiving, a lot of people play football. Sure, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so same it's, thing. Yeah. yeah. Basically the same, yeah. It's a good idea. You're going down this year, Grandma. (laughs) No way I'm letting her walk away with the gold. (laughs) Not again. No. Not again. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. What about you guys? Any other thoughts? We've got Neon Easter, right? Gladiator Trials. I think that's enough. Yeah. It might be enough. I don't know. How about this? If we were going to replace the Easter bunny with a different. Easter icon. This isn't very churchy, obviously. Our Easter icon is Jesus. <laughs> we 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 look to him on Easter, but um, you know, we got the like we don't look. To, we know that Santa Claus is out there as a figure, right? So if we're gonna be like not the Easter Bunny, but instead this random non-related. Okay, what is that animal? Groundhog. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, not oh. the groundhog. He's already famous He's already for so thing. many things. Okay. He's great all year round. Um, What's that? What's the animal that chews down the trees? Beavers. Beavers. I think it should be a beaver because I feel like Easter beavers beaver. are cool. Yeah, the Easter beaver kind of sounds. Yeah. And then you could work. hide the eggs in their logs that they knock down. I think it would be. <laughs> no, I don't have any better ideas. Maybe like a bird. Some kind oh, of bird would be I nice. Like birds. Yeah, or instead of something, an animal it could be a could be a plant like a flower. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Aren't there already grass? Easter? What about grass? Are there Easter lilies? Am I right? There in are that? Easter yes. lilies, okay. so we could just have an Easter lily suit. <laughs> that so would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be like then the flower visits your home. Like you'd just yeah. be like, hey, look at that flower over there. That's it. That would be exciting. Anyway, 
I think that's the difficulty of Easter. Like it. Is it's already such a great holiday for Christians, and mm-hmm. we're celebrating like this amazing truth, um, kind of this tragically beautiful real story. And then we're like, all right, let's add in some like other festive sort of. It's hard to do. It's hard to mm-hmm. create festivity around that when it's already such a thing in yeah. its own. You know. Sure. All right. Well, any final thoughts, guys, on the podcast overall? A no. cool 20, that's enough? All right. Good job, that's everyone. Um, who would like to pray for us today? I will. Okay, sounds good. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you today that we can spend these moments together uh, just talking about um, some some serious things, um, some, some fun things, Lord, um, some ways that folks can get involved with what's going on here at church, Lord, and we just pray that you would... You would be with our church family as we prepare for the Easter holiday coming up this week as people are uh, traveling on spring break. We pray that you would watch over them and keep them safe, and we just ask your your blessing on Jonas and Shane as they prepare to um, bring your word this Sunday as we continue in our Surrounding the Cross series. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.